Digging Dexter podcast with Victor. And uh, Marissa. Mikhail. I'm Marissa Shut up, hon. Wow. Wow. I needed one for this weekend. I didn't know uh, where exactly to go, so. Thanks. I want to save it until we get there, but I'll save it until we get there. But we'll, that, get, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> we are here today to discuss episode nine of season four of Dexter titled Hungry Man. Have you ever had a hungry man? Um, I feel like probably, but I don't. I'm right here. No, no. Have you? What about like? Uh, Remember, it, we just were talking about the kid cuisine. Right, I was just about to bring up yeah. the kid cuisine. Yeah, I always wanted to try. I think I always got like the chicken nuggets of the kid cuisine, which is probably what nine times out of ten people get. Yeah, but I always wanted to try other flavors. But the chicken nugget, like, is the only one that came with the brownie. I think they had the pizza that also came with the brownie. Well, I only got the ones that came with the brownie. I could like care less about the actual meal. I just wanted the brownie. In college, I got Hungry Man's. I had like every day I had like just a set list of dinners and one of them was Hungry Man. And like if you aren't educated enough like I was about like cooking, like felt like cooking because like those things you had to like take them out and like mix it up and put it back in. halfway, yeah. Yeah. Um, It's like an hour to make. No, they take like four minutes. No, no, in the oven? No, I'm telling you. Next time we go to Publix, I'm telling you, we'll look at the things. It takes like 45 minutes. I didn't even know Hungry Man you could put in the oven. Why, how'd you do it? Microwave? Yeah, it's a microwave oh, dinner. I don't think so. I think the Hungry Man we're talking about is, it's like the grown-up version of the kid cuisine. Uh, regardless, we are here to discuss Hungry Man. Uh, this is probably um, one of the top episodes of Dexter. Can you see that, even though if you don't agree with it? Yeah. And I think the episode kind of like is floundering up until we get to the Thanksgiving dinner scene, and it just kind of goes crazy. And then, like, not to mention the bombshell that happens at the end of the For episode. Sure. Um, so let's see. I have one, two. I got four things. Well, actually, only three. So I'm going to save one for after the break. Uh, we are kicking off phase three. Wow. And wow, is phase three got kicked off, really. Uh, last week, I had mentioned that we sort of got a... Um, a pass on the idea of Dexter being on the spectrum, kind of going back to one of our earlier season one episodes. Um, you had mentioned that it seems like Dexter is on the spectrum uh, and that f- person who wrote in was Ashley and she had wrote into the podcast. It sounded like she'd caught up about a few weeks ago and then she messaged me when she was, she was like, Hey, I think you were talking about me. And I was like, yeah, what she had wrote specifically was, uh, I'm an autism mom. My son is pretty severe. I totally agree with Marissa that Dexter is on the spectrum. I've said it since the beginning. So validation for you. Yeah. Um, thanks for writing in Ashley. (laughs) Uh, holiday episodes. Holiday episodes are, and I mentioned this last week and I'll bring it up again, that they're always about family. Mm-hmm. And if you realize like all the relationships that are going on, like there's even like a Debin Masuka relationship. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's just all like, you know, um, yeah. And like the, the Quint, uh, Christine trying to be like girlfriend to Quinn and yeah. all that. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, as we always do, a, a little primer from... I so last week's episode I was not that big of a fan of. I just felt like it was really a little like lackluster. 
Um, this week definitely made up for it. It was definitely pretty good. Um, pretty interesting with at the end that yeah. Christine is actually Trinity's daughter. Um, I was also and. I know we'll get there. I also, though, was pretty surprised um, that his family pretty much knows who he is. Seemingly, you know, we could we could, I guess, assume that. And um, I think that they paint Dexter and Trinity to be so similar, but really they're not that similar, I feel. Um, so that that was those were just interesting things that I got from this episode. One of the reasons why they say that this is one of the greatest seasons of Dexter is because the transformation. Cause we went from Trinity being like, like just like this rat who crawled out, crawls out of his hole just to kill and goes back and you think he's just like a total loner mm-hmm. and you find out he's like the complete opposite. Yeah. Now you find out he's like probably the worst thing to, he went from like, Oh my God, he's probably one of the best human beings alive minus all the killing with his family to like, his family is in shambles because yeah. of him, and they, they'd prefer him dead. I mean, uh, what's his name? Johnny even says like, "You should have just let him die." Yeah, <laughs> like you know. Um, what I, I, and then I think his daughter says like something similar of just like, "Get me out of here! Help me! I'll what, do whatever you want." Like, and what a whoa. contrast to the first episode where Jonah is just like, "Yeah, God is great, and so is my dad." And like you know, um, so our episode starts out on Thanksgiving. And well, it's not on Thanksgiving, rather. It seems like it's leading up to it. Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving is still weird for me as a New York transplant. I've told you this, right? Yeah. The holidays in general, because it's always been cold for me. And I I imagine lots of people and the idea it's like Thanksgiving is like in shorts and T-shirt and like beach weather, like, you know, just still crazy to me. Um, I was going to bring up the whole idea of like Thanksgiving dishes and what we like and what we don't like. Uh, I'm going to give this. I'll say it now and we'll save it for like after the break. Wanted to bring up and then Colton, Colton, like, because we talked about Thanksgiving dishes and Colton was like, what about the most awkward or weirdest Thanksgiving experience you've had? Ooh. Or just like some, something opposite from like the best Thanksgiving, yeah. just like, you know, um, but we'll save that for, okay. I'll, I'll let you, uh, yeah, so no, unless you have one. No, yeah. Well, but for uh, after? Uh, yeah, let's save it for after. Okay. Uh, I remember this episode airing the Sunday after Thanksgiving mm-hmm. at... I, I want to save it for the end, but I just remember I could see it the moment I was sitting on my floor. <laughs> I, I even, could see it. <laughs> and when the when the Christine Hill bomb dropped, like I slapped the floor. I was like, no. Did you see that coming at all? No. Right? Well, so last week's episode, like you were asking me, who do I think shot Deb? And I was saying that it has to most likely be a woman. Clearly, we know who shot her because she has to be a character. So we uh, we know who the person is. Um. And if Masuka is, yeah, like five, 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 six, then it, it is most likely a woman because there's no other man on the cast that's that size. Yeah. Um, in terms of writing, it was cool to see Arthur slash Trinity's, like, it, you know, we kind of talked about it already, the idea of like how slowly his mask is slipping mm-hmm. to like revealing who he actually is. Uh, so Dexter's watching Arthur and Jonah from... Did I say that right? Dexter is watching Arthur and yeah. Jonah from the window. Uh, we were on that street yeah. where Dexter was parked. And Jonah would re- realize, recognize Dexter when he's pulling out. For sure. Like, you know, that street wasn't that big. No. Um, and we are going to post those pictures finally this week um, at our Instagram. At Beautiful area. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Jonah's blowing off steam. Just fucking wrecks his own car. Yeah. 
Uh, and again, I, I guess I, I kind of blew through half my notes just bringing it up, but like interesting to see his change where he was like the cliche right. great machine and here he's like, fuck him. And yeah, I mean, God, <laughs> you there's any part to the idea of like, I don't know how you were with your parents, but like there's something later in the episodes, like I don't know how much I want to reveal, but like kids feel like this sometimes if like you don't let like your child go to like the dance right 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 or like you yeah can't, like you know what i mean so like i don't know if you'd go as far as to wreck your own car right but the idea of like oh my god i fucking hate my parents and it's like and you know once you get down to it it's like that like yeah they're not giving you your allowance this right week or yeah so i just wonder like and again the show's not here to like dabble in that but it's like it would be funny or, or interesting if Dexter was like, maybe he's overreacting or whatever. Yeah. You know? Um, I I've never been like I think it's it's a it's a different type of person to go as far as wrecking a car or punching a hole in the wall or something like that. Like it definitely takes a different type of person to act that way. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I think that that's not necessarily like the most common way of handling no things. definitely not and dexter like literally even says that yeah like okay um i know for me like whenever i was mad at my parents it was like stomping up the stairs and like slamming your right, door right, like that right. was like that was like oh yeah, i'm gonna yeah. get them and then i always got like yelled at for slamming my door right you know right. And it was like oh, whatever <laughs> <laughs> is it creepy at all dexter tells jonah i was watching you, you a and thousand your dad percent fight. <laughs> a th- and also it's it's creepy that jonah is like as inviting to Dexter just in this moment just of even like talking to him like like you go from being that outraged and that angry and then it's just like oh uh hey Kyle hey uh like you know and just yeah. like like that's almost like just weird and then to invite him to Thanksgiving and I get it so that Trinity doesn't act out but um but yeah that whole thing was just weird to me yeah uh that that's something i will we'll get to later the whole like inviting to thanksgiving and like why he does it yeah uh deb not being able to come to thanksgiving right because she puts up this whole thing it's mm-hmm. like no a little over the edge just the idea of like you can't even go have a meal on a yeah. holiday and i get like working the case and everything but it's like cause even later in the episode they're like we can't even we're not gonna get a warrant today yeah for what like you know yeah um definitely a little over the edge but it's also we're talking about Deb. Sure. sure. <laughs> and also, too, it's like how often and I love my family, nothing against my family. And we you and I have talked about this before of like, like it kind of would be nice to just like stay in your pajamas all day for Thanksgiving. Like how how, you know, like sometimes like you don't like want to do the stereotypical family stuff. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, I feel like if you don't do it at like five o'clock, you're going to be like, man, like that kind of sucked you know like well let me tell you it was like my dream after <laughs> like sometime i i, I don't want i, I want to say i had a weird family growing up but it's like i my family was just as normal as the next one yeah you know um but i remember for years i just wanted to like stay home i guess like christmas is, is kind of where it started uh but two years after when I, when I first moved down here i spent that first thanksgiving alone and it honestly was one of the greatest Thanksgivings because here's the deal. I cooked my own turkey and I ate what I wanted and I cooked like so much just for me. I'll never forget. I watched Star Wars Episode 3 because I was waiting for Star Wars Episode 1 to cut uh, off 7. Uh, what was that one called? I have no Not clue. Not The Last Jedi. What's this? A New Hope. 
No, that's the fourth one. Fuck, why am I going to do this now? I don't know. Don't do it. Just keep going. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, so I, I remember watching the Star Wars movies. Um, but that was a great Thanksgiving. I went to the beach in the morning. Yeah. Like, that. you have a point in terms of, like, just wanting to do whatever. But Deb's not doing that. Deb's, like, working so hard to, like, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, I give a shit. I give a lot of shit to the show sometimes for its plot. But I sort of liked Dexter, just exactly what we're talking about. I like Dexter thinking like he could just slip out of Thanksgiving. This is just another thing. And Rita being like, no, 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 no. We're a family now. And yeah. grab your sister because she has to come too. Like this is all, you know, this is all part of like what creates a family. Yeah. Like, you know, um, I don't know. I just like that like ringing Dexter in, you know, uh, The Force Awakens. Thank you. Converseless. Ugh, my God, what was I trying to say? Conversely, this useless humor punching bag that we call Masuka. Yeah. Um, he looked so good when I, he came over. I, I, it's like, I love that shirt. I don't remember. <laughs> I know we've seen him like outside of work, but um, I'm just so used to seeing the, the white lab coat that he really did look good. Yeah. 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 Um, we talked about this on Six Feet Under. It's like, man, the 15 of you, you guys can't find anyone else to have sex with. It has to be you know, this one's brother or sister or whatever. And it's just sort of the same thing. Like, and again, there's so many times we could just fall back on Deb's a cop and whatever. But like, does Deb have no one else to bring over that she has to go to Masuka? But I think... It just makes the world so small. Sure. But I also think that, yes, Deb said, I don't want to be the only single one there or whatever. But I think that she was also maybe inviting him for him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it wasn't just for her. It wasn't like, so she had a date. You know, yeah. She sees him working. You know, and everyone's everyone's asking Deb to come over. Deb's getting these video messages, and you know, no one clearly asked Masuka. You know, yeah. It it just it's sometimes the 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 problem I have with TV shows where it's like your world. You make that world so small. It's like you say this all the time, mm-hmm. but there is a cast. <laughs> I know, <laughs> like I know. you know, so yeah. like you can't you can't just have the and also like. What actor that's going to be a decent enough actor yeah, is yeah. going to agree to do one episode or two episodes? Yeah. You know? I, I will just say I never had this problem on shows like The Wire or <laughs> The Sopranos. Why are you laughing? Because I just feel like those are like the ones you always bring up. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're the greatest television shows. Like, you know, uh, Trinity picks up the morning paper. Yeah. And... You know, knowing how the episode ends with the reveal that Christine Hill's his daughter. And it, it's hard to, you know, when we do this thing where we just watch the episode once, um, he like stares at it yeah. intently. Did you, Now that I'm bringing that up, do you like recall and, and just kind of how they focus on it? I definitely remember them focusing on her. To be honest, I thought that um, because Trinity currently in his like current state definitely seems to be like off like it doesn't seem like he's like in his set of threes and in his right. you know um it definitely seems like he's a little off so when they zoomed in on her to be I, to be honest i thought that he was going to kill her he was going that arthur was going to kill her yeah i didn't realize obviously that they were related and um and i it, it is kind of like i was kind of wondering why are they keeping her around because she's always just like lingering you know mm-hmm. so why are they keeping her around if if she's not if nothing's going to happen with her why are they going to keep her there 
Um, so I kind of thought that Trinity was maybe going to go after her mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. for writing the article. Yeah. Yeah. And so Dexter sort of shows up to Trinity's house unannounced mm-hmm. and they had this whole deal where him and Jonah were going to, you know, show up and, you know, it's just funny when Dexter opens the door and he's like, hey, and they're like, hey, what are we? Oh, okay. Um, Arthur and just the idea of like a holiday episode being like family and tradition. And it's like little things like, no, we have to toss the baseball in the spring because we toss the football. In. Yeah. Like, you know, what I mean? they're just like, he's like such a traditional yeah. quote unquote man. Um, Dexter finds the coffin Arthur mm-hmm. was making. I like how Harry shows up to the idea of like, yeah, Arthur's messed up for keeping a coffin in his garage. But like, dude, you keep blood slides. Right. <laughs> like you're. And again, we, we talk about how much different they are and how much similar they yeah. are. Yeah. I just think that the biggest difference and obviously it's it's apparent that what Arthur does to his family and how he like treats his family is like I could never imagine Dexter being that way. You to, know? And to your point, Harry even says, well, sure, what's what's 30 more years of you going right. to be like? You know? Right. Because um, Rita was a shield at first, right. and Arthur got his whole family as shields, and look what he's done to them. Like, who's to say mm-hmm. this wouldn't happen to them? Uh, the idea of, like, the coffin he had in the garage, yeah, uh, six feet under, David sells coffins. Mm-hmm. Mike yeah, C. Hall. Jonah shows up, and man, this is like a perfect scene when you think Arthur is going to straight up murder Jonah. And I I know because we've talked about this before, um, how often have, like, where you were supposed to get in trouble with your parents, but, like, your friends were over, so you, like, totally didn't? (laughs) It was like, that definitely is what happened. Like, just, like, you could see the smoke coming out of Trinity's ears, and then it's like him also realizing like, well, Kyle's here, can't really, you know? And it's just like, oh, no problem. It'll be fine. You can get it fixed tomorrow. And it's just like, oh, you know? Well, they, it, I like how they play up the intensity of this. Like with the crowbar. And, and the music. Yeah, and he comes yeah. over and Arthur looks fucking pissed. Um, can you imagine how they sold this on the trailer? Because you're like, oh, oh yeah. Arthur fucking beats up Jonah in front of Dexter, like you know what, Kyle, whatever. Yeah. Um, but to your idea, like, yes, growing up, it was always like, no, no come here, so, so, so my dad can't yell at me. No, yeah. Stay here. I remember for one of my, and I may have told this story already on the podcast. Uh, I had a birthday party, and I got punished, and my parents took away my Mortal Kombat two, <laughs> and like I never knew where they put it. So on birthday, like my, my friends were coming over, like we were having like a birthday party at my house. And I was like, "Oh, my friends! Oh, uh, I oh, how about this move? Having your friend ask your parent." Oh my god, <laughs> that's a pretty good one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and when I had one of my friends go ask my, my parents, "Oh, uh, can we play Mortal Kombat 2? And my dad was like, "Uh," and like remember he got it. And you remember this too, like the idea of like the top cabinet, yeah, because you can't get there yeah. yet, even like with a chair or whatever. Yeah. And the, it was like behind like the cereal, you know. <laughs> um. Makes me think uh, in terms of the vehicle, this Mustang. Uh-huh. Do they just buy one in terms of like props, right? Like, yeah, buy one just to fucking wreck it. I guess you know what I mean. There's always the idea of in show writing and people who have worked on television. You could fucking correct me or anything. You always buy two of everything. 
one for like shooting and one to like kind of like mess up like you know uh-huh. um i just can't imagine i don't know yeah just idea of how much money are you wasting yeah for, television? for like a pointless scene kind yeah of. well it, it, the mustang i mean you know what you we need to because i mean we spoke about on the first half It, the, the effect comes with him hitting the window with the crowbar. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not like he ripped a shirt or something. Like, you know, so you kind of have to sell it. Yeah. I don't know. It's just crazy to me that they would buy a car just to wreck it. Unless it's like already wrecked or right. something. You know? Um, Kyle is there to offset. Yeah. <laughs> I just have here like, yeah, yeah. Um, Kyle Dexter randomly just goes through arthur's house because he kind of like sneaks upstairs yeah. to rebecca's um bedroom he sees the locks on rebecca's yeah door uh this is where i was kind of like damn how much like personal stuff do i want to reveal and god I, i'm like questioning whether or not i want to go into it i'll just say like there was a po- nah forget it <laughs> like i want to say but i don't whatever um I guess let's take this moment to shift over to LaGuardia and Batista. Okay. And we could kind of come back here. Um, They are just so separated from the main storyline. Yeah. And again, I just say it every episode. They're just like treading water off in the distance. Yeah. Um, So Batista, through this DNA swap, swab and everything, catches the killer of this man's wife who goes to show up and these guys comatose. Batista's feeling it, confesses to LaGuardia, I love you. Yes. We laughed hysterical at the scene. Because <laughs> they both do it. Yeah. They're both just ridiculous. And it's like LaGuardia's like, I love, and I, I wrote it down, I love Maria Esperanza. They, and he got to get cut off there. We were hysterical laughing. And can you, one, two, three, four. Angel has four names. So do you. Okay. Everything's your middle name. Unless you've been lying to me. <laughs> Can you rattle off three right now? <laughs> you put me on the spot. I can't. What, what Marissa is referencing. Anytime it's like, I'll make like a steak and it's like, damn, baby, this is a good steak. And I'm like, that's my middle name. Good middle, steak. And you're like, your middle name is good steak. Uh, Angel Batista is Angel Juan Marcos Batista. There you go. Um, anything on this whole, the idea of like, you know, you can get struck tomorrow. And so it's like, yeah. I don't want to say I love you, but that means I, I you want to say I love you. And this might be jaded to the back and forthness of it, but I'm just waiting for next episode for them to break up again. Like I can't even get excited or get in the moment for them to be together because they're together one episode. They're not, they're not the next. That you know, it's just like there's <laughs> so much flip flopping because I think that they're so little yeah. that they're just trying to keep something going. And you know, so I'm just yeah waiting for next episode. They'll break up. Yeah, it's again. I just they're so disconnected from everything. Um, it's just hard. It's hard to like keep talking about it. Yeah, when it's kind of like yeah, that's that's the sort of thing. Yeah. Something else I wanted to bring up here, and Janet had mentioned this, that this is the episode where Michael C. Hall was really sick. Mm-hmm. I don't... And Janet says she sees it. No, I don't. I didn't see it. No. I kept looking out for the neck thing, um, but even What's in his... What's the neck thing? Uh, apparently, he had like a really swollen like, lymph oh, node right, or right, something. Oh, right, 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 right. But 
I don't see it. I don't see it on his face, and she did, and you know, we, we were we're that's difference of opinion. Um, I just don't like. Yeah, I just don't see it. Yeah, there, you know. I didn't catch it. Maybe if it was one of those things that I've already seen the the series, and I, you know, you go back and rewatch it, things like that. But I, I didn't notice anything. Season five, one hundred percent. You will, yeah. without a doubt, see it. But um, yeah, I don't know. Just something she brought up, and for her, and I wonder if other people out there who know this kind of like taints the episode. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, like the Dark Knight. It's the role that kind of killed Heath Ledger. Yeah. So yeah. the movie has like a, for a sure. hint to it. I guess I have a lot more for the second half. So I'd rather... Break! Some people say you hate me I don't believe it's true Things that you go And now Arthur tells us how he really feels. Did you say you were thankful for me, Jonah? I did not say I was thankful for you. Because I'm not. I am so thankful for you, Arthur. Shut up, cunt. And we're back. Shut up, cunt. Wow, again. And I fell for it. All right, so I have one thing. Well, I just want to say... Nope, I, want, I have one thing, so... I need to say it. I want to be perfectly clear. I am not calling my fiancé cut. Really? I'm solely doing it because that is what Arthur says no, to his wife. No, you're definitely calling me that. And I would never call you that. Go ahead. You... <laughs> um, That's a little... You uh, actually can cook a hungry man in the oven. I yeah. kind of thought you were crazy. I mean, I am, but yeah, Absolutely. I didn't know that. It's a TV dinner. You just put the microwave for two minutes. All right. But there you go. I don't know why I listen to me, right? The more you know. Damn. So I have... I thought I had two things, but I... Oh, yeah, yeah. Two things. I want to get to first. We had a friend write in, uh, Shanice. Am I saying that name right? I think so, yeah. She wrote us... I I guess I want to just read exactly what she wrote um she writes in just wanted to let you know i found you through the six feet under podcast and i think you're well we don't have to read that you're doing a great great job um and i want to share with you that your podcast helped me reach the summit of the kilimanjaro summit summiting mean ah, summiting meant starting the climb at midnight at minus 10 or something and very low oxygen levels and is like a very special hell and i listened to your podcast for the six hours it lasted me to get through so yay i i think (laughs) the crowning achievements to me of the podcast like sort of the reason why why i do it i don't know about you um is something like Actual friendships have been created from the podcast. Yeah. And even our friend Arnett, uh, Arnett, Amanda, um, Glittering Gleam Creations, yeah. like purchasing something from her for our wedding. Um, and like, furthermore, like I always say this, uh, Roxanne, our yeah. other friend, Fart 2. <laughs> I believe her husband's listening now, so. You say just want to, whenever you mention Roxanne, you just have to mention Fart 2. Well, you farted on the podcast, so. Yeah, because you told me to. You said this will get better ratings. This will get this will land us the the big time. <laughs> so that part's cool. But now I would like to add to our resume. We have climbed Mount Kilimanjaro. That's definitely cool because we are not climbers. But we we are. We've we been drove there. up our the Hollywood sign. <laughs> <laughs> we are not hikers or climbers. So that is cool. 
Yes, I think it is so super cool that someone was listening to us like grueling through, you know. It kind of brings me to I I want to like throw it out there and and I I imagine most people have mundane answers to this. When I say that meaning are any of you doing something special or cool while listening to us? Mm. Most people are driving yeah. or they pop in a Bluetooth at work or whatever. Like, I remember writing into a podcast that I listened to them while I embalm. Mm-hmm. I just wondered, like, how that made them feel. Yeah. Um, just cool stuff, like, you know. For sure. I would just would love to hear how, whatever. But like, I, I don't know how it's going to beat the Kilimanjaro's, though. No, no. I, I, I'm not looking for, like, a... No, I know. I'm just saying, uh, like, yeah, that's... Yeah. But, like, you know... When I do work out, I try to get to the idea of like, oh, if you listen to a podcast, you're just listening to a podcast. So it's like, you're not really working out. Uh, but then like a few minutes in, you're like, all right, I need music. Yeah, I'm actually But some people out. can actually like work out listening yeah. to podcasts. Um, like you see my podcast routine. That's mm-hmm. like usually when I get up in the morning, I pop in a podcast and I'm get, taking a shower and everything. Um, but like when I'm basically it's when I'm at work, pop in this little, the office, Jim and Pam, little Bluetooth in my ear and I just could listen um just around the house i put the speaker on yeah um so yeah something i'm just curious and thank you so much Shanice, for writing in that is super cool we uh we have now been to kilimanjaro and mm-hmm. um other thing i wanted to bring up your weirdest thanksgiving experience yeah so i don't even know how weird this is but my family my immediate family is not very big and my mother was always the type of person that you know if anyone didn't have a place to go or if you know if you wanted to invite anyone like open door policy everyone and anyone can come and we kind of always would have like a few different people every year come and um and you know it just made the table a little bit bigger so one year I invited people, my sister invited people, and my mother invited people. How long ago was this? Um, ooh, maybe f- five or six years ago. Okay. And where our Thanksgivings used to be maybe 12 to 14 people, this was like 24 people. At your mother's house? At my mother's house. Okay. And so we needed like two turkeys, like everything that we bought, we needed to get like double of. And it was one of those things of like... I called my mom. It was one of those things that like me and my sister were all talking and it was like, oh, so these four people are coming. Wait, these people. And then it was like, we were kind of all counting together at the same time. We were like, oh my God, like we have way too many people, you know? Um, So anyway, so we're, we're all cooking. We've got like two different turkeys going on. My brother's making a fried turkey in the backyard. My sister's in the kitchen. And um, one of my sister's friend's mothers was there. And she just kept complaining. Like everyone was for the most part pretty cool. My mom opened up her patio. We had like people on the patio, people outside, people, whatever. And my sister's friend's mom just kept saying like, oh my God, I can't believe it's so late. I can't believe we haven't eaten yet. But not even like complaining to other, like like straight to our faces. And it was just like, oh my gosh, this is just like so awkward. And it was like a house of people that you didn't even know. And then this woman is just walking around like complaining to everyone. Yeah. And needless to say, we never invite people over now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because of that. Um, my story is, and I'm not sure if I ever told you this. The first year we moved into the first house my parents bought, this was 1997. Um, 
we were redoing the kitchen and like I did tell you this. So it came time like the kitchen we were gonna the the goal was to have it ready by Thanksgiving, but turns out we didn't meet that goal. Like we still like a few weeks. So it's Thanksgiving, we're like, you know what? Fuck this, let's just go to Wendy's. We go to Wendy's and it's packed. You if you know Wendy's, they have like that wraparound yeah. line. Packed. Like so like funny. like you would think they were giving away free hamburgers yeah. or whatever. Um I can't think of anything else. Um, when I was living in New York, everyone would go to the parade. I never went to the parade or anything. You have to wake up 5 a.m. I went once. Oh, God. Not like you going, just like I, I would never, ever, yeah. ever. Um, God bless the people who do go, but jeez. We can now <laughs> get back into Dexter. Um, I'm going to pick up where... So, you know, we're kind of sold on the idea of like Arthur is like totally cool with... Jonah wrecking the car and it's just going to be the insurance and whatever. And while they're watching the game, I love how generic they make the football game. Oh, I know. Like since this team traded Johnson and this and that. One of the teams scores a touchdown. They high five. Arthur just takes his son's finger, pinky, and fucking snaps it. I couldn't even look. That's brutal. Yeah. Like I... If you do it to yourself right now, you just kind of like do, do it a little bit. If you just do it a little bit, that hurts. No. There's no way either that like he just like sits there and tapes it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's seriously yeah. damaged. Um, and just like shocking how John, what's his Lithgow. name? Lithgow. John Lithgow goes from, you know, singing Lamb of God and everything to fucking menacing. Yeah. His demeanor is just insane. Abuse. Yeah. yeah. Uh can you see like i can't imagine anyone else and I, i'm being short-sighted here in terms of pulling off that this no role that's, yeah can play the jolly old alien <laughs> yeah and also like murderous yeah. serial killer you know rebecca who we find out is 15 comes on to dexter yeah sally the mother of her arthur's wife catches her the stuff she's saying to Dexter, like, take me away with you. I'll take care of you. A 15-year-old. Imagine how twisted, warped, and demented this family is. Yeah. Where the mother, seemingly the normalest one here, is begging Dexter to not tell anyone about this encounter. Yeah. Where it's like, it's arguable who came on to who. Right. Like, you don't know. Yeah. Like, she probably... I imagine this. everything is so messed up that she's like, yeah, my, this is probably not the first time she's done this. Mm-hmm. But imagine when she's like, please, please, please. I guess it's kind of funnier watching this in today's day and age. You know, the whole Me Too stuff. Right. Um, and like, also, 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 Kyle is a complete stranger. Yeah. The whole the whole scene was very just uncomfortable and just weird. You know, because even when I saw the mom, when I, when I saw Sally come around the bushes, I was like, oh my God, like, like she's gonna think that Kyle was coming onto her daughter, and then like Arthur is gonna go after Kyle, thinking that like that's kind of what what like flashed through my head, you know. And then it was like for her to just be like, "Yeah, oh, don't worry about that. Sorry about that. Just don't say anything to Arthur," you know. Like it was just like, "Whoa!" Like, and you could like it was take, just uncomfortable. You could even take it further. Like, let's say Dexter was coming onto her, and like she was totally okay with it as long as Arthur doesn't know. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah, it's almost just like whatever to keep the peace. Like, she that's doesn't even I mean. want to know the truth. Just her, keep the peace. That's her yeah. daughter. And for the sake of this menacing old man, yeah. Arthur, 
just don't say anything. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, that is so many steps beyond what it actually all is. Um, so back, so Arthur, oh God, Dexter spending Thanksgiving, at least the earlier half of the day with Arthur, um, back at the Morgan residence, Rita and Elliot. I think we haven't even discussed this nope. little, uh, this little bomb here. Um, Rita realizes she is has two one oven and not enough stuff to cook, kind of like your situation. So they're at Elliot's house. It's almost like a little symbolism of her vagina. <laughs> what? <Hey-o! laughs> I'll give you the Jamaican air horns. There we that. go. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, Rita burns her finger and... You know, cooking in the kitchen with someone... Is like very intimate. Yeah, you know what I mean. Or and 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 not even intimate necessarily, like sexually. But it's like you have to have like your working space in the kitchen, and it can be intimate sexually, whatever. But it's like, like to to like cook in the kitchen with like, I mean, someone you don't know that well is kind of strange. Yes, um, and you know. How else I will give this show the writers credit for like angling there because that's kind of hard or else because like in reality, let me ask you like, see, this is such a tough thing. Elliot went to go kiss Rita and Rita didn't back away. No. So, but Rita quickly has regret. Yeah. And is it the idea of like, I don't, I don't know, like. So just going back to it, it's just kind of like, how do you put Rita and Elliot in this situation where they were, they were, get, can you see it now how they were getting towards it? Because every time Elliot, Dexter's like, yeah, that Elliot. Oh, yeah, so like definitely. Dexter had like spider, yeah. spidey sense regarding Elliot. Um, what's your takeaway from just that idea of like, Rita didn't pull away, but I could see, and then she also had a lot of like, no, 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 this is... Yeah, you know, I think that, um, I do think that it sucks that Dexter kind of ditched his family in the first half of the day. Um, Rita not pulling away is definitely a little strange. And as I sit here and I talk about it, I could say that like, maybe it was just like a reflex or something like, or like you're like, you're not even thinking, but then at the same time, like, I think pulling away would be a bigger reflex than like if anyone comes in your personal space, it's, it's always like, Whoa, before it's like, even when I go in your personal <laughs> that's space. That's true. Um, so yeah, I, I don't, I don't know about that. I think that that's strange. The only thing I can think of is I, I don't think that Rita has feelings for him. I truly think that Rita kind of wishes Dexter was there and Dexter was cooking with her and Dexter was getting their Thanksgiving dinner together, you know, ready. Um, So I think that maybe it was comforting because he says something like, you know, we're both lonely. And she says, no, I'm not lonely. And he was like, oh, with Dexter, who's never home. Like, it is kind of true. Like her entire life for these kids... And now it's like, you know, cooking Thanksgiving dinner that doesn't involve the kids and Dexter's not even like there for her, you know? So on that topic there, and we're going to go into a little bit of a tangent, uh, I, I follow like the Dexter subreddit and everything and Rita gets 
and this always bothered me with Breaking Bad too. Rita gets so much hate as a character. Mm-hmm. She's so annoying. She's so this. Dexter has cheated on Rita before, physically. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and if you want to say it's technically not cheating because Rita dumped him, it's like, okay, well, yeah. Dexter was fucking someone yeah. a few hours later. Yeah. So if it's not cheating, that's fine. But then what's your relationship right. hours after? You're right? fine to go do yeah. that. Yeah. So it's like, fine, you weren't cheating, but <laughs> whatever. Yeah. I... This is still cheating, what Dexter's doing. I mean, he's spending time with someone else. Yeah. And he gets, it's not homosexual or anything like that. It's just the idea of like, he can't control this urge so much that he has to... Yeah. I mean, actually, you know, let, let's put it like bluntly, he is there to save Jonah. Yeah. Versus his, you know, yeah. be with his own he's family. Definitely, so he's definitely neglecting his family like right. big time. And if anything, like just kind of maybe taking them for granted just knowing that they'll always be there so he can go do this and it's not a big deal you know and like that's not okay right and, and like you know the idea of like breaking bad everyone hates skylar mm-hmm. it's like you realize like walt's like a mastermind yeah. criminal who is a murderer same thing here dexter's killing people yeah and he's cheating on his family why why don't you hate dexter yeah but they sell him as the anti-hero yeah. and this and that and like you know we're, we're four episodes now talking about dexter just kill him already yeah <laughs> like you know now it's like what do you have to learn from him now like, yeah you know what i mean um so it, it, it's this this always bugged me just in terms of because i mean she tells in the beginning like no no we need to like you know we need to have a holiday together we need to have a tradition and yeah his urge, his dark passenger, his need, whatever you want to call that, is so strong that he can't even be with his family. That's right. cheating. That's, right. You know? Um, and we have, like, this other little subplot thrown in where Masuka sees it. Yeah. So. I think that we've all been in Masuka's shoes at one point, whether it was seeing someone cheat or just, just knowing something. You're not supposed to. You're not supposed to. And knowing that it's going to hurt someone that you know or hurt someone close to you, whatever. Um, Does he have an obligation? I personally have told things to people that I thought they should know and it always just backfires on you. Yeah, it's it's never... It's never... And like, I learned that very early on, you know? Yeah. Um. So does he have an obligation? Um, you know, if he tells Dexter, I wouldn't be surprised because there, you know, what, you know, it's it's an awkward situation to be in, but um for Masuka's sake, I hope he doesn't just get involved. But at the same time, then why did Masuka see them? So I feel like <laughs> something is going to come of that. That's what I mean. It's stored in there and it's it's Masuka's not going to they didn't. They didn't show that scene, so Masuka keeps quiet. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know? um, the obligation thing is such a tough thing because it's like I'm. I'm trying to take it two ways here. Like, if my coworker saw you doing something, or vice versa, your coworker, yeah. and it's like shit. You know, you're now stepping foot in yeah. a relationship, and I guess it matters how close that coworker is to you. But um, just interesting stuff they kind of throw in there. So we are finally at the dinner scene. At the Mitchell residence. Everyone is saying their thanks. And this is, to me, and I would think most Dexter fans agree, a top five Dexter scene. Mm-hmm. Just for, I mean, it's, it's this is like the game changer for the season. Right? Yeah, like, definitely. Now everything is like, yeah. 
kind of like the table set. Um, I I wrote down the previous three seasons because I haven't season one. It's when Brian is revealed. Mm-hmm. Season two is when Dokes finds Dexter, mm-hmm. and then season three when Miguel kills Ellen. For sure. So I just feel like this this one is the uh, um like the pivotal moment. Yeah, like yeah. this is now now the next three episodes. Isn't that crazy? We have three yeah. more episodes. Um. Now we know what these next three episodes, you know what I mean? Right. Um, everyone's thankful for the house, this and that, and Arthur's all crazy because no one said they're thankful for him, which talk about ego trip. Yeah. And uh, I can't think of the word. Narcissist. Narcissist. Where, yeah. Because your family doesn't thank you. Yeah. You now... <laughs> when Arthur says to... Sally. Sally. Shut up. You see you next Tuesday. Your gasp. Your gasp was loud, <laughs> deep, and long. No. You were like, <gasps> but your open mouth was probably for like a good 10 seconds. That's really funny. Yeah. I mean, it was just, you're like. That. You, okay, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. You know, it's like a tense scene. And um, and it, it did almost like sicken me to hear her say like oh honey i'm so grateful or i'm so thankful for you or whatever she says you know um because just like oh my gosh like everyone has to bend over backwards for this asshole you know but when he says that it was just like oh my god like speak about talk about tradition talk about how <laughs> yeah, yeah you know we can't no god forbid we pat we throw the baseball around it's not spring like you can't do that and you're calling your wife a cunt on that like what in front of like company that's yeah you know that's the whole idea of like why you have your friend over so yeah you know, your parents can't yell at you yeah it's just like and it's just it's so funny I, I just love how he goes shut up cunt but then he also is like kyle i think it's time you should leave yeah <laughs> like, yeah it's like it's like so polite and everything but um you know it almost makes you wonder too how how what else does he say i mean he's beating up his son jonah yeah he locks and you know you kind of catch this thing where he calls his daughter vera yeah so now he he's almost living this like fantasy yeah. ghost life yeah the way he talks to his wife in front of other people. Yeah. He's almost worse than what they're portraying. For you know sure. I mean? yeah. No, like- I definitely agree that he's way worse than I originally thought he was. Um, just just a huge abuser across the board. You know, even when we first found out that he was married with kids and they show Dexter outside the house and he gets home and he's hugging his wife and he's hugging his kids, like you're like, "Wow, like yeah, maybe he is just like Dexter. Maybe he's not that bad of a guy." But after after learning what we know and how he really is, yeah, he's just totally awful, you know? And just imagine how and again, Harry I'm jumping ahead a few scenes here, but like Harry and Dexter talk it out where it's like, I think great use of Harry again in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, like, this is your role model. And you know, Dexter's like, I'm nothing like him. Um, yeah, it, 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 it's everything about that scene. To me, this is probably one of the crazier. I like the end of season, episode five, Dirty Harry, where that's that chase mm-hmm. where you've the lead up to Arthur being... Um, a family man, so to say, but this here, where it's like Jonah, like the moment when Jonah, your gasp, make make me think, I want to do a live watch, 
but it's like how are we gonna are people gonna watch us watch yeah i don't know how you that know would so work. is there like a market there or like should i record it and like cut it up as a video like you right. know what i mean um because like that moment here's what i think we should do like we just watched that episode um there is a good 30 seconds of <gasps> like you know what i mean because the next gasp is when jonah's like you're a killer yeah and like i know what you're thinking because i was thinking the same thing you think he knows right is that why yeah right because he says you're a killer and it's like oh my god and the you know fun camera slash editing techniques where they hold that for a moment because you're like oh shit he knows he's the trinity yeah. killer you're a killer of this family oh like you know he yeah just- to be honest i didn't even catch that that it was of this family I literally thought oh, it was really? yeah. I yeah. literally thought it was you're a killer, and then and then he takes down like the plaque, and um and he just like goes to throw it, and uh, you know I I guess that he said of this family um you know it's just he's probably just annoyed that his dad has this four walls project thing that he's like so consumed in, but um no I thought that Jonah knew he was a killer and he was throwing the plaque because like those plaques kind of represented like those yeah, deaths. Right, right. And then we kind of get where, you know, Arthur's choking Jonah to the point where if Dexter's not there, probably kills him. Yeah. And it's like, then what the fuck, right? Um, Dexter grabs Arthur by the belt and drags him in. Like, this is another... I should have recorded this episode. Because, man, all of that, while all that's going on, when he, like, pins Arthur to the floor and mm-hmm. grabs the knife, you're like, oh, shit. Because <laughs> it's like right there, it's one of those moments where if I pause this and I say, does Dexter kill Arthur right, right. here? You would have said yes. Yeah, yeah. I remember watching it live and it's like, oh, shit, he's going to kill him. And it's like, now when you kind of step back and realize it, was he going to kill him with, is- with with his whole family yeah. right there, this total stranger, you know? But the scene is just... And again, the whole episode is just sort of like simmering and right here, this whole thing just like explodes, you know? Um I definitely wasn't expecting all this. Let's just say that, you yeah, know? Yeah. And this is kind of like like what, what Janet has said, where she kind of like theorizes like season four isn't that great, but it's this episode tops like the past four yeah, episodes. Yeah. And this makes up. But you totally. kind of see like it's ground, it's leading up to. Totally. You know, uh, like the, the, the juice is worth the squeeze. Sure. All right. It's <laughs> your middle name. <laughs> Um, and then, like, even in the car, talking to Harry, I just like the way he's kind of like. It, it, it's such a little thing, but it's so great how they sell it. Like, like Dexter has like that saliva spit. Yeah. And it's like holy, sh- he's like a like a like a like rabid a, dog or yes, something. Yeah. Yes. And like you know, um, if I I don't want to say if Michael C. Hall being that sick and being able to yeah. do that in the car. Have you ever got angry in the car? Not like that, but you're just like, fuck. Mm, I don't think so. I, I've gotten angry like that in the car, and I don't know how like you fake that as an yeah. actor. Like, you know, but it, that's why they're professionals yeah. and, and whatever. Um, but just, just that whole, like, his anger, because we rarely see Dexter anger. Yeah. We don't ever really see it all that much, because he's, uh, uh, you know, as he says, a very neat monster, so to say. Um, Dexter, happy to be back home probably one of the rare times he loves his family yeah like where he kind of really oh i i wouldn't say that but maybe just one of the to- misses his family yeah maybe it's I, I, what what other times has he but i don't think he's ever gotten the 
juxtaposition of another family to you know what i mean i think that he does enjoy his family but i think that like when he brought home the kids presents but he was like trying to make it up to rita like i think like he'll do things to try to make up for his wrongdoing um so maybe this is right in saying that um he missed them you know and this is like more genuine yeah yeah um the the um, something we sort of glossed over this entire episode is the idea of like deb you know while she's doing all this work that she couldn't be on thanksgiving her like stepping stones to realize like Dex, um, Dex, Trinity's in the school system. Yeah. And it's just kind of cool how it leads up. And let me put it to you this way. Um, well, you know what? L- let, me, let me set it up and then we'll get there. Um, it's like a funny Dex monologue at the end where he's like, how do you ever know who your neighbor is? A coworker, uh, a wife, uh, like a child, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and just the moment where he's like, who wants to give thanks? And it's like, what a perfect way to like sell sell this end where Cody's like I'm thankful for Dexter I know and it's it's so adorable yeah but like what adds to it is like man is there anything Dexter would have wanted more in the world than that yeah (laughs) you know what I mean yeah Um, this is probably how much that like hit him like you know and I imagine how as a family structure and all that like to hear your child yeah call his stepdad like what he's thankful for yeah he doesn't know exactly 100% what all that means right there, but it's just like a really, yeah. you know. It's almost like validation and kind of sure. validation that like Dexter is not like Trinity and maybe like he's not going to end up like Trinity, mm-hmm. you know. So our episode ends with a bombshell of sorts. Quinn leaves his girlfriend's house. Someone comes back to knock on the door. We think it's Quinn, but it's actually Arthur, daddy Arthur Mitchell. This is a moment I remember slapping the floor being like, no way. So what I want to tie this into is something we've glossed over this episode where, oh my God, I just heard in the corner of my eye, Rebecca just gets tossed during the dinner scene. Um, something we, you know, we, we could bring up here is Deb sort of figures, hashes a lot of things out, finds out Arthur, well, Trinity is in the school system. Um also along the way there's this moment where christine is like i can't believe you know having to watch the man you love die seeing it and at first it's just nothing yeah but there is a little clicking deb's head but you don't whatever it's when cody asks like what was it like to watch someone die yeah. innocent however old let's call him eight years old cody question and that's where deb and then you get the next scene where you find out trinity is christine's father mm-hmm. um I want to give you the floor to either give a prediction or or whatever or just how you formulate all that. I guess the only prediction I have is Christine, I don't want to say is working with her father, but obviously she has some sort of relationship with her father and she found out that Lundy was working this case, was looking after him. And, you know, she, I'm assuming she's the one now that shot them and she's the one that, you know, um, did that. And she did that to protect her father, Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. know. Um, That is the reasonable 
that's what the show is giving us for mm-hmm. sure. Like you know, um, it's it's cheating a little bit in a show, and it's not it's not really. It never gave us anything the entire previous nine episodes to ever think. There was a relation. Right. And I guess they're going to tell us the next episodes. Like, you know, like this doesn't end here. It's not like this never oh, sure, gets picked up again. Um, I, and I guess we all are just suckers for a twist. Yeah. You know, uh, um, you know, who is like one of the, who, int- I don't want to say who introduced it, but one of the biggest twist givers, whatever. Do you know who I'm going to say? Who? M. Night Shyamalan Ding <laughs> The sign, uh, not signs. The sixth sense. Yeah. Where spoiler yeah. alert, he's dead the whole time and whatever. Um, something like that. This is just kind of yeah. like the the generations down the line of the twist, and you don't know the person's related and the secret brother. Like, yeah. you know what I mean. Um, so yeah, it's just cool to see where we end up. Anything else regarding this episode? There's a little subplot I wanted to bring up too, where Cody breaks in, puts into his shed, and the idea of like cheating. Um, you know, Cody could have gotten really hurt. <laughs> like, you know, there's just just the idea of like he's not yeah. there. Like you said, he's not there for his family. Yeah. Literally cheating. Anything else on this episode? Um, no. I feel like we sort of touched on certain things. Because we, we didn't even talk about the idea of Quinn wants to be. Well, Christine's trying to be Quinn's girlfriend. and But I think this ties into the idea of relationships this episode. How funny is it that Quinn thinks he's like the upper hand and really she's probably just using him? Yeah, yeah you know like, like that's 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 even better yeah. and it kind of started out like i think you're using me but no i'm not i really want to be like you know yeah I mean? um talk about how taken for a ride you've gotten like you know yeah. what i mean but so we have three episodes left next week's episode is titled lost boys do you know any of these remaining episode titles no because one of them is such a spoiler and i can't wait to watch that episode to talk about it i don't even want to tell you because i want to tell you what the end of the episode is like you could whatever if i tell you what the title of the episode is you know we're gonna watch it and you're gonna see i'm talking about episode 11 for everyone who's listening it's such a spoiler and the fucking trailers again i gotta start showing you these trailers after yeah definitely after so mad so mad (sighs) that's so funny that being said we will talk to you next week about episode 10, Lost Boys. Adios. <laughs>